0: Hi, friends. Jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. SchoolofSensualLiving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Welcome to Come to Your Senses, the School of Sensual Living podcast. I'm your host, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through pleasure, mindfulness, embodiment, femininity, beauty, art, and of course, everyday sensuality. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today for many reasons. One of them is that this is the official season finale of Season 1 of Come to Your Senses And I am so grateful to all of you who have listened. We are getting close to 10,000 downloads for the podcast, and I am just so incredibly honored when I see your little posts on Instagram and hear how you're enjoying the content that's being shared. It truly tickles me pink because when I started this adventure, like most adventures, I really had no idea what I was doing or if this would even continue or take off, so it really touches me deeply and means the world to me to receive your shares and your comments and your reviews. And on that note, I would love to invite you to share your ideas, your dreams, your desires for season two. So if you go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash season, you'll find a one question survey to share What would you like to hear about? What do you love about the podcast? What would you love more of here so that we can do what we love to do, which is serve you best? The second reason I am so excited to share this episode with you today is because the topic du jour is the art of feminine sensual presence, which is something that I get asked about all the time is this iconic image of a woman who is confident and embodied and really inhabits her sensuality and has what the French might call je ne sais quoi. What is her secret? What are some of the ingredients that go into that cocktail of an alluring presence? And I think part of its magic is that there is no real figuring it out. It is original and it is unique to each woman who possesses it. And yet, after almost a decade of studying this quality in myself and others and how to cultivate it, there are at least five gems sparkling and glittering that I am so excited to reach into my little velvet pouch of wisdom and share with you today about how to cultivate your own feminine, sensual presence. And I want to begin by talking a little bit about what we mean when we talk about this energy that we call feminine, this energy of that which is slowed down and in the moment, this energy that is cyclically creative, an energy that is steeped in beauty and allure, An energy that rather than plunging forward, wraps around whatever is there in the moment, it can manifest as shamelessly glamorous, as in something you might see on a catwalk or at a drag show. And most of all, rather than announcing, this energy beckons and invites. This is an energy that we all possess. And the tools I'm going to share with you today will help amplify and cultivate this energy in every human. So the first tool that we're going to explore in the art of feminine sensual presence is the tool of body language. So have you ever noticed that in creation, all of creation possesses these two energies of expansion and contraction? When we look at our very DNA, There is the spiraling out and the spiraling in. There are spirals everywhere you look in nature. If you think about an orgasm, an orgasm is technically defined as these spontaneous contractions and expansions in the pelvis and in the genitals. And so this energy of expand, recede, expand, recede is quite literally woven into every layer of creation and into our very DNA. And when you look at the shape of the body that we call woman, we have the expansion of the calf, the contraction of the knee, the expansion of the thighs and the hips, the contraction of the waist, the expansion of the breasts, the contraction of the throat. And so let it be known that anytime we amplify and exaggerate one's natural curvaceousness, we are inviting this feminine energy to come and play. And I actually have a whole video series on this on my website called the Embody Confidence Video Series. That is about the tools of body language to actually help you be more present in your body so that you can show up more present in your life. And you can find that if you go to schoolofsensualliving.com confidence. But I want to share a really simple technique with you now, which has to do with posturing. And so the next time you enter a room, what I really invite you to do is stop and pause in the doorway. And as you stand in the doorway, you can Place both hands on either side of the door, or you can lean against one side of the door. And what I invite you to do is exaggerate the curvaceousness of your shape. And regardless what kind of body that you have, even if your body is full of straight lines, there are always ways to invite more of this curvaceousness. Studying Sophia Loren is a really great way to mimic and to impersonate the way that she accentuates her natural curvaceousness. So, let's say, for example, you're standing in a doorway and you have your right hand up on the door. What you would do is you would balance on your left foot and kind of stick out your left hip, bending the right knee. You can do it with me now. So, placing one hand on the wall or the door frame sitting into that left hip, balancing on the left foot and bending the right knee, and then reaching up tall through the spine as you open up through the heart. You may notice a slight contraction in the belly and the abdomen as you do. And I invite you to just pause there, noticing the shape, and then inside the shape, begin to relax your body. So whenever we're practicing something new, it can often feel a little bit awkward and rigid. And I'll invite you as you explore this shape to explore what it might feel like or what might help you stay in this shape and yet encourage a little more relaxation. So for me, I'm using my fingertips that are placed on the wall to gently caress and feel the texture of the wall. I'm also letting my shoulders slide down my back as I sit here, poised and perched in my left hip. And so this is one example of how studying those with a sensual presence, such as Sophia Loren, and the way that their body naturally communicates, you know, it's called body language for a reason, and then studying and imitating that pose and noticing how to make it your own. This is one way to pose and posture when you enter a room, when you're standing at a cocktail party, when you are standing at the grocery store waiting to pay for your groceries. Accentuating the curve of the hip by sitting into one hip. Accentuating the curve of the other leg by bending the knee. Accentuating the curve of the chest by opening up through the heart. And accentuating the curve of the back by lifting up through the spine. Also, simply by placing one hand on the wall or on the door frame, you're creating this beautiful curve and angle between your hand, your elbow, your shoulder. And so, anything that you can do to create a little more contrast of that curve and angle and a little bit more possession of that energy of creation is going to invite more of your own unique feminine sensual presence. And you know what's so interesting is that I notice I'm standing in my closet as I record this, (laughs) which has the best uh, audio in the house. And I noticed as I started, I was feeling a little creaky, a little rusty. But as soon as I started moving my body and sitting into my hip, it was like a different chamber of my intelligence unlocked and unopened. Now, all of a sudden, I feel like a bottle of champagne that's been shook up and opened and is flowing abundantly. And so that brings me to point number two, which is that to unlock this feminine sensual presence, one must begin by going where this feminine sensual presence lives most abundantly, which is in the body. So when I used to work as a corporate trainer, one of my most Top secret tools is that before I'd go in for a day of teaching, I'd be teaching for like eight hours to a room of anywhere from 50 to 100 people. And I would take my notes for class and I would say, Excuse me, I'm just going to visit the powder room before we begin. <laughs> and I would waltz into the little powder room, the little single person restroom, and I would turn on some kind of a raunchy song and I would place my back against the wall. And I would come up onto the balls of my feet and I would just slide down and slide up the wall, arching my back as I went. And then I would do big, wide circles through my hips. And I would essentially make contact because as a public speaker, you really have to understand energy in order to keep the group engaged. And energy, as we know, is a language of the body so a simple way that you can help to bring more magnetism and more meaning to your conversations, to your work, to your interactions is to just say, excuse me, I just need to visit the powder room before we begin. Turn on a fabulous playlist. I actually have a playlist on my website called "A 100 Songs to Slow You Down that has some really wonderful sensual gems. If you want to go to schoolofsensualliving.com, slash 100, 100100, the number, you'll get access to that playlist. Put in your AirPods, let your hips take over, and I promise you it will change a lot. Number three in cultivating your feminine sensual presence is to explore the art of creating intrigue through your personal style so my personal style my favorite kind of signature item is a long dress with one shoulder exposed and a slit that reveals my leg and a little bit of my lower thigh to me in in the way that i feel in my body that is just the epitome of showing enough skin to create mystery and allure And to really honor and display the temple of my body. But not so much that I personally feel overly exposed. And so for you, you might love the way that a very low cut maxi dress shows the hint of your cleavage. You might love the way that your back looks with your hair in a ponytail and a low cut ballerina top. You might love the way that the curves and angles of your legs are revealed in a mini skirt, perhaps a pleather miniskirt, or a long kind of bohemian skirt with a high slit that shows just enough of your thigh to create that little bit of intrigue. And so for each person, this recipe is going to be different depending on how you feel in your body and what your most cherished Silhouettes are. When I am wearing a one shoulder top, a a top that reveals one of my shoulders, and a dangling chandelier or tassel earring, occasionally I'll feel that earring just graze the top of my shoulders, and it is such a gentle caress. It instantly drops me into my body and drops me into my senses. In addition, Having that one shoulder exposed, especially under a warm, cozy sweater, is this wondrous contrast of the flesh and skin being exposed to the air, along with the heat and the insulation of the sweater. And so you'll notice that much like everything to do with sensuality and sensual living, it's not so much about how it looks, which is often what we're taught about being a sensual woman. But it is all about how it feels and how it engages your personal sensory system. And on that note, our next tool, number four, is similar to number three in that it's using the senses to inspire intrigue through how you strategically place your fragrance and so I want to read to you from a book called *Fatal: How French Women Do It by Edith Kuntz. And so Kuntz writes, an experienced French woman can make her presence known by her personalized fragrance formula, as she knows exactly the places on her body to apply the essence for the most lingering effect. Most clues concerning the guarded ritual in applying perfume a la François Point to the 18 key areas of the anatomy that emit the sensuous sense by body temperature and heartbeat. Similarly, in another book about French culture called La Seduction by Elaine Sciolino, she writes about consulting with a French perfumer and the difference between American fragrances and fragrance application and French fragrances and French fragrance application. And how American fragrances tend to command your attention and have a very strong announcing presence. Whereas French fragrances and French fragrance application tends to do more of that energy of the beckon, the invite, the come closer. And so one of my personal favorite ways to apply my fragrance is to apply it as a gift only to those with whom I am intimate enough to have a close conversation, a hug, an embrace, or a kiss. During these times of quarantine, that is a very chosen few, but I'm just staring at my bottle of French perfume as we speak and thinking about all the times I've lifted the canopy of my hair to spritz just one or two spritzes on the back of my neck so that when someone leans in to tell me a secret, or to give me a hug, or to give me a kiss on the cheek. They'll smell that signature fragrance, but that they have to be in that inner circle of intimacy in order to receive that gift. And the last tool, the last gem, for cultivating your sensual presence is one that comes very much from the inside, which is that when we think about someone who has that feminine energy, that sensual presence, there is an inner pace that they follow that is not altered or influenced by the outside world. So a compliment that I've received that always means so much to me is, you know, Mary, when I'm in your presence, I suddenly feel this urge to just slow down and be really with you and really myself and really present. And part of the reason for that is because I am always checking in with myself. I am always checking in with my inner pace and ensuring that the pace of my words, the pace of my thoughts follows the pace of my being, not the other way around. So the way that most of our systems are set up are for the pace of our thoughts and for the pace of our words to go a few miles ahead of the pace of our being. And the pace of our being is this thing that we only experience in short glimpses, usually in highly sensory moments, like standing with family and friends watching a sunset or hearing a line of poetry that stops you in your tracks. And what I would say more than anything else that I've shared today is that when we talk about this art of presence, what we're really talking about is someone who becomes very skilled and very practiced at this energy and this experience of being. And so a way that you can practice this is the next time you encounter a friend, for example. Think about in um, very olden times when kings and queens would be announced by trumpets. A lot of times I notice that when I see a friend, Hi! Hi! (laughs) There's this trumpeting that happens. And as an experiment, what I would encourage you to do is, perhaps after the trumpeting, because sometimes the trumpeting is, is just our natural enthusiasm being expressed, after that trumpeting settles down, is to notice your own pace and the pace of the person that you're speaking with. And No matter how fast or how exuberant or zigzagging that person's pace may be, you practice Allowing your pace to remain at the pace of your own being. And when you speak, you speak from your being rather than from your trumpet. It might feel a little awkward and a little uncomfortable. And if that happens, just know that that means that you're doing a great job. And that it can also be a fun experiment to invite your friend into the experiment. I'm playing with and practicing speaking from my being, do you want to try it with me, can open up a rich avenue to intimacy in your friendships. So my loves, that brings this episode and our first season of the Come to Your Senses podcast to a close. It has been such a delight to deliver these ideas to your eardrums over the last several months, and I can't wait for season two. We will be back in February with brand new episodes. And I would love your ideas, dreams, and desires for the next season. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash season to share them with me. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Ciao. For coaching, classes, and community in the art of sensual living, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video course in how to shed anxiety and embody your most confident self through the secrets of feminine body language. Head over to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence for immediate access today.